Um, following on from Adrian's talk last week, I've been asked to come and give the female perspective, talk about it. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. <laughs> I've been asked uh, to talk about motherhood and spirituality, given that it's Mother's Day. Um, so I'll be really honest with you. Before I was a mum, my view on mums were that quite a lot of them often felt pretty guilty. So um, the mums that I used to talk to at work, the mums that I used to see about, they used to always seem to have this thing where they just felt this, you know, I'm guilty that I work, I'm guilty that I don't work, um, am I feeding my kids the right thing? Am I? And they just seem to do this perpetual sort of thing. So I thought, when I become a mum, I'm going to make a decision, I am going to decide not to feel guilty. Yes, I can hear the laughter. That is just not going to happen. Oh, the naivety that I had. Um, the first few days were a bit of a blur, but it wasn't long before she fell off the bed, quite a young age. Um, but I think the thing that stood out the most, my first day back at work, she was about eight months or so, I think. And then... Um, Tim had got a moped, but it had broken, so I had to go to work in the car with Tim, so my hours were the same as Tim's that day. So about half past seven, eight o'clock, we left the house, and I probably got back about half six. It was the first day that my mum had had her on her own. I mean, that was a long day, but not only that, she was a bit poorly, and I was like, oh, it's just a bit of a cold. She'll get over it. Don't worry about it. My mum took her to the doctors. She'd got pneumonia and had to have an inhaler. So talk about your first day back. So my decision not to feel guilty was proved to be pretty laughable quite quickly. And I think some of the things that make us feel a bit guilty as mums is perhaps that we end up trying to juggle quite a lot of things. And I don't think it's just mums that feel that. And um, Penny, can I borrow you? Do you mind? I wonder if some of the guilt that we perhaps feel as mums or even people is that we are juggling a few too many things. So, Penny, you've got to feed the kids. Don't forget they need five fruit and veg a day. Have you done your exercises this week? Um, Don't forget you've got work. In fact, a colleague was asked, are you value for money? So, are you actually being good, not just going to work, but being good at work? You've got a husband. Are you, you know, attending to all of that? Don't forget, uh, you, you're a Christian. Have you read your Bible? Prayed recently? Have you planned, have you planned youth this week, Pen? Don't forget, you've got, you've got a couple of weeks that you need to plan at youth. Um, your sister's just, your sister-in-law's had a baby. Have you been down to visit? How's your prayer life going? Are you all right with that? How are you feeling? Have you got enough arms? Can you take anything off? I think we sometimes feel that we're holding too many things. You can let go now. And um, we're going to feel like we're going to drop drop the ball, drop something. And the Bible talks about guilt. In Corinthians 7.10, it says, for the sorrow that is according to the will of God produces a repentance that is without regret, leading to salvation. But the sorrow of the world produces death. And I think the sorrow that he's perhaps talking about is some of that guilt. And actually, Jesus said, the only guilt that I would ever put on you is I just want you to recognize me and accept what I've done for you and the only ball I want you to carry is me. And then God looks at you and just stamps you not guilty. We're walking around with signs above our head that actually say not guilty because God makes a choice and he chooses us to view us 
as he sees his son. If we accept Jesus, then God chooses to look at us as perfect as Jesus. Instead of living up to the world standards, instead of living up to a superhero standards, the only standard that we have to achieve is God's. Unfortunately, that standard is perfection, but Jesus and God is so loving that he doesn't ask us to reach it. He just looks at Jesus, and if we stand in him, we get that stamp of perfection, that stamp of not guilty over our head. And the only ball we need to be juggling is holding up Jesus. And I don't know, I don't know uh, if you've watched The Incredibles, but one of the things that they're really struggling with, and one of the things that they find a bit difficult, is that they're being asked to live hiding their true nature. They're being asked to live as normal people without using their superhero powers. And I think some of the things that hold us back a little bit in life is that sometimes we try and live hiding our true nature. Sometimes we try and live not tapping into our supernatural power source, which is God, which is Jesus. And I really believe he's calling us to rise up as people, to rise up as church, and to be the things that Adrian's talking about, naturally supernatural, naturally supernatural. When the Incredibles weren't living in their, you know, superpower, they were sad and they were depressed and the world needed salvation. Well, that's, I know it's Disney, but that's what we're at. The world needs salvation, and we're holding those keys, those supernatural keys. He wants us to be displaying his love. He wants us to be prophesying. He wants us to be offering healing to our friends in our work. And and I know that's far easier said than done. But, oh, the freedom when we start living as God called us to live is definitely worth aiming for. But bringing it back to Mother's Day, what is notable in The Incredibles is that when they achieved victory, so at the end... It was all of the family working together using all of their individual giftings. That is how they achieve victory in the Incredibles. For us, if we're going to achieve victory, then I believe that it requires all of us working in our own giftings, working with our own strengths together. But the thing that was noticeable, it was the mum that fiercely protected her family. It was the mum that sought out to encourage each member of her family. It was the mum that really wanted to raise each member of her family up. And I really believe that that is a godly character. And I believe it's not a character that is just for mums. I believe it's something that's for all of us. It says in the Bible um, that God created man in his own image, and the image of God, he created them male and female, he created them. So I think that all the characteristics that are in us, that are good, are from God. And um, I think he's been chatting to me a little bit about my role as a mum, and talking to me about being, I've got a daughter who's two at the end of the month, being Eva's biggest champion, being Eva's biggest champion, and I'm not saying that I always get that right, but I really feel that one of my key roles is to be her biggest champion. And... um, you know, I think it's fairly natural as a mum that you try and see the best in your kids. I think even if you've had a really bad day with them, they just give you a smile and then you tend to forget all that and you, you see the good. And I think that that's what God is calling us to do. He's calling us to be. And there's no greater champion for us than Jesus. It says that um, he's at the right hand of God interceding for us. So he's calling us to do it for each other and Jesus is doing it for us. But um, So why do I think that God has got these characteristics. It says in Isaiah 66, 13, as a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you and you'll be comforted over Jerusalem. God refers himself to a comforter like a mother. And in Matthew, Jesus is talking and he says, 
Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I have often longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Jesus talks about himself as that mother hen, as that gatherer, as that protector. Um, I don't know if you've seen like a sparrow hawk attacking little chickens, but um, the mum spreads her wings out over the little chicks. They hide under the wings and the sparrow hawk ends up giving up because the hen is too big to attack and the chickens are underneath the wing. And that's what God does for us. And that's what Jesus does for us. He's that protector. He's that, he's that mother. But on Mother's Day, I urge us all to be like Jesus. I urge us all to take on those mother characteristics, to recognize that we're the family of God. And that means we need to be nurturing each other. We need to be championing each other. We need to be fiercely protecting our family, to be choosing to see the good, to be choosing to start with a clean slate, to just choose to be those champions. In, um, I was at the beetroot tree yesterday. I don't know if you know it. It's like a little cafe thing. And one of the art pieces there says, there is a tiny piece of perfection in everyone. All you have to do is find it. So let's just start with that. Let's just start with that. So in summary, the world's guilt can lead to death, but Jesus brings us freedom and stamps us as not guilty. Let's live in the world showing our true supernatural nature and let's choose to be a mother and encourage, nurture and fiercely protect the family of God. Thanks, Becky.